Welcome to Backstage with Becca B with special guest, Isaiah Harris. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Backstage with Becca B. On this episode, his resume includes New York City Centers, Artists at the Center, Riverdance, The Tap Dance Kid, and After Midnight. Currently, you can catch him on the national tour of Funny Girl, where he plays tap dancer extraordinaire, Eddie Ryan. Please welcome Isaiah Harris. First of all, like, how are you doing? And how's life? <laughs> Obviously, life is exciting right now. <laughs> it's super exciting. And and um, it's, it's, it's so much. Like, I, I keep on saying this. I feel every single emotion every single day because I think that um there's there's a happiness and excitement and um sometimes uh you know the normal self-doubt or something like that uh and then there's there's sometimes like things that don't I don't understand um and it that's and then you have that with every single one of your my lives I'll be more uh first person but I have that so much with like uh my Eddie Ryan role and my role at the theater and then so much with the life that I live for me versus me and then the life that you know back home with family and friends you know and so that there's there's so many ups and downs every single one but and on tour it's it's literally just you and those lives you know like like you don't really have like a dog to to remind you that everything's okay or something like that you know um but it's but so it's it's just a uh, it's just been a big challenge of where where's my balance you know what I mean um but it's but it's the most adult thing that I think I've ever done you know what I mean where I'm just like okay sure. taking ownership yeah yeah it's a journey you're yeah, saying journey. you don't have a dog to like to like go <laughs> and like get like the emotional support from and stuff mm-hmm. but I'm like hey that's just like a reason to like go outside and like go on walks and like go be like hi random person can I pet your dog yeah, <laughs> yeah no no that that's <laughs> uh, I I just try, try to take my time just to walk around and and search these beautiful places that I'm blessed to be in you know yes yeah. so cool and as I said I have more questions about tour later but well, I yeah. want to ask first of all when was the first time that you kind of like realized that you wanted to be on stage and perform? I know you have a dance background. I think that, okay, so I, I didn't, it's not that I didn't have a choice, but uh, my mom's a choreographer, right? And so she uh, she started artistic directing at this uh, dance studio when I was probably just first born, really. Um, my parents are from New York. Uh, Queens, New York, and then they moved to Chicago to have me. Um, she started working at Studio One Dance Theater and uh, on the south side of Chicago and put me in dance classes in, in when I was five years old. So I was I was in it. I was in it from the start. Um, and, you know, this very nonchalant attitude was just on stage. I I like I like doing it, but it was like a like, hmm oh this is fun and then everybody's like oh look at that little kid the little little boy just doing whatever he wants because because I think that I was just a a different feel like there were people that really hated it or people that really loved it and I think I was kind of in between um for a long time when I first found out 
I really wanted to be on the stage was um, there was a, a woman named Valerie Pugh now she because she got married. Um, Valerie was, was my aunt. She I uh, she worked at the dance studio, and I since I was in the the dance uh, studio since I was five, I was always you know practice. I was always there, but I never really practiced as much. Uh, senior year of high school, one day I was in there and I was like, you know what? Okay, maybe I'll put some effort into it. And I, I, put, I finally like put some effort into it. And, um, and I was just practicing and like within like 10 minutes, she came in and nobody, nobody usually comes in. Like if, yeah. if they do, it's like a lot of people and like we're, we're, we're working on like the big dance and it was like a different come in. Like she heard something um, and she said, oh, that was actually really good. And, and she walked out. Um, possibly a backhanded compliment. I don't know. <laughs> but, You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It was like, it was, it, was a, it was a time where I felt heard in a way that I think that um, uh, the nonchalantness of my life, not, not, not that it was, I was nonchalant, just that I felt a little bit insecure about expressing myself. Um, and but then when I tried to express myself through the rhythm of tap dance, um, I was like, oh, I think I want to do that forever, you know. Um, and and I, I kind of knew beforehand, but when I really put myself into it, when I made took ownership of it and and decided that uh, I want to say something and when people heard it and, and kind of said something back, I was like, that's the connection that I want. And I. Uh, yeah, it's fulfilling to like have people like appreciate the like the talent. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So that's and that's exactly what it was. That's exactly yeah. what it was. And I feel like there's a difference between like enjoying some well, I mean, if you enjoy something, you enjoy something, but there's like a difference between like when you're a kid, you're doing it because like it's a it's a hobby. And yeah you're having fun with it and you have friends who are like alongside you so you're like well I'm gonna go see my friends after school yeah. or something and yeah. go to dance class and then when you're when you like grow up you're like okay I actually really love this maybe I can do something with it right no yeah that's exactly what it is because I mean I had I had all these tap dance brothers tap dance sisters um you got uh Kahari, uh, Devin, Malik, Jordan. These are all just people that are kind of close with them. Yeah, close, close with them. And um, and then you know, life, life takes us where it takes us. You know. Yeah. And uh, and throughout it, I still just remember that these are the people that I grew up with. And then, but now it's just I, I take it where I take it. Yes. Yes. What mm -hmm. is it about tap dancing? that like you love the most that stands out to you that's like nothing else <laughs> I think that okay so uh I love singing and I don't know why I started off the question about tap dance like, like that but I think that um I love singing I love I have, I found out I could express myself through singing before I could before tap dance um I, I like you know I was listening to Usher and and Michael Bublé and all these people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, it's always those people. But basically what I'm trying to say is that gave me an outlet of my heart 
um, and my and my spirit. Uh, but then when I was when I um, got to like my senior year of high school, uh, and I never and I realized I didn't have like I didn't work out. I didn't uh, I didn't have like a physical something um, outlet. And I did and still I did tap dance, but I didn't focus on it. So it wasn't it wasn't one of my if you don't like try, then it's not. You know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. words, words, words. Um, but tap dance gave me uh, a way that I could um, that I didn't I didn't have to speak. I just I expressed myself without words um, in in loud, sometimes rambunctious ways, but sometimes soft ways, and um, and a way that was a lot more direct. You know, and I, because I, I think that sometimes I, uh, I can, I can not be direct because I'm always like in my feelings, and and but I think that tap dance just feels, even though it's without words, it feels a lot more direct than um, anything else because, just like a drummer, you you only have like you don't have long notes, you just have the one two three four that you're going through or one two three four five whatever the time signature is. Um, and it, and it gave it, so it gave me a direct, honest, genuine um, connection to myself uh, that I couldn't get any other anywhere else. Yeah, I feel like it's such like a like it's such a special form of dance. It is like not like any other genre of dance, honestly. No, it's like as because as you said like you're I mean you're wearing these like shoes these top shoes where you can make a lot of noise just like walking through a room yeah. but also you can like control like there's techniques and stuff that you learn I feel like to like control what yeah. you're, what story you're telling through no, dance. yeah you can be a conductor you can be a singer you can be a a, a Congo player you can be a xylophonist you, you could be all of those things and uh I mean what what I mean other than myself other than me versus myself um yeah no it's uh it's a thing that really connects me to with other yeah. people around me and and also to the to the history of dance it was it was the first art form that I um that I really started to understand the history and the importance of it all uh where you have people that have pioneered um changes in african-american history through dance um and and for and for it to be like um, something that we can grab steps from uh it's it's a lot simpler than just the steps uh there's a quote that's it's, it says uh it's not the move it's the groove and it's to say that yeah it's, it's to say that like um yes you have these these simple um not the simple, but you can you can easily grab a step from another person, but uh, but in tap dance, the better you get is the more knowledge you have on where it came from, and uh, it so it's a very connecting art form to to the roots of our history as Americans. You said simple, and I was going, yeah, I would fall on my face doing what you right. do. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. You, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, you're making it sound like I could do it, but then I would go out on the stage 
and I would face plant into the people in the front row. Oh my god! Like, what is happening? <laughs> no, I know, I know. Sorry, <laughs> of course, this is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I think that. Yeah, it's it's a, uh, it's something that if it, it just feels like second nature at some point, so that's why I'm always like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. But uh, but yeah, it takes a lot of years. No, I love that. It just like shows the enjoyment that you have for it because yeah. like you're like glowing and beaming when you talk about when you talk about dancing. Thanks for that. So I want to ask, when it was the moment that you were like, I want to like perform in these theater shows doing tap. I know you mentioned that you like singing too. Yeah. Great artists. So I okay, so I I in in the in the studio one dance theater that I grew up in, uh we always did um like dance dance shows that were uh basically I mean they were recitals, but they were theater as well. So they would hire uh, these actors to tell stories in between the dance shows. Um and that and but that's not exactly what it was so i think okay there was a comfortability is what i'm trying to say with with theater in general uh i did musical theater um since i was uh, a freshman in high school because i went to chicago high school for the arts and um and so even then there was a comfortability of of theater and when but once i got to musical theater high school i realized how connected tap dance was and how connected um, singing, like the arts of singing was to musical theater culture. And then I found out that musical theater culture is a whole different culture. Oh my so, God, um, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and um, so when I, when I found out I wanted to be on these stages is when I started to understand these, uh, these art forms individually, the singing on its own, uh, acting on its own, dancing on its own, musical theater on its own. Um, and I and I once I understood them more, I found places where, like, let's say, uh, uh, nicely, nicely. I was just listening to um, a guys and dolls, and how uh, you have this character that uh, that kind of wants to do better, but then also kind of doesn't, and then also like God is telling him to sit down. He's rocking the boat, um, but basically, just all this stuff is I uh, was. It, it was just me finding myself in these different art forms. That's what it, what it was. And I just said, I want to, I want to do it more. And, and now I'm here. Yeah. I mean, and how cool is it to like, kind of like, you can be like, Hey, I'm a triple threat. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. accurate. Because you're doing all three on stage right now, every night on a tour. I mean, yeah, honestly, man. I would say quadruple threat because you're able to tour while doing all this. That's a whole nother set of skills right there. Yeah, oh my really goodness. Is. Like, yeah. I can't imagine. Like, you have to, you have to have a routine to keep yeah. energy up, keep stamina up. And that's what they say. To get on stage every night. Yeah. No, yeah, you really, you really do need it. And like I said, like scheduling is, is a skill in itself, organization is a skill in itself. And I think that um like <laughs> there's a, there I have this uh 
this humidifier and um the the earlier i can put up and set up the humidifier throughout the week on tour um lets me know how organized i am that week because like, <laughs> because i need to clean these are what you're like this is gonna be a good week if i can set it up early <laughs> exactly exactly if i smell that lavender in the air that means that the room is clean because i have to clean the room and then i put up the humidifier that's like the the final thing but um but yeah like it's 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 a it's a skill in itself but oh something God. learnable yes i can't i mean i can't imagine before i get into funny girl i saw i'm interested in river dance because i saw it on your on your resume and I've heard a lot about it in the past couple of years. I actually don't really know what the concept of the show is. So can you explain what the concept of the show is? And what made, made you want to join that production? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I didn't know too much about Riverdance beforehand. Uh, I actually uh, joined it because a good friend of mine, Dwight Fleming, uh, added me to email but no he he got me in touch with somebody out there um Padraig uh Moyles I uh, actually I'm think I'm saying his name wrong but the point is uh this um, this amazing guy uh from Ireland um who actually was in Riverdance um ended up uh becoming good friends with another tap dancer that was in Riverdance before and uh, he connected me throughout the whole thing to uh, a residency in Dublin Ireland at the Gaiety Theatre um, and so this, this show is basically, it's about the history of Ireland and that's why it has so much Irish pride. Uh, and it, it takes it through a couple journeys of, um, this guy falling in love and this guy kind of, uh, just showing his, 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 uh, his way of life through, uh, throughout the world. And, um, that's why you, you have in the, in the first act, you have a lot of, uh, things that happen just in Ireland and um, kind of just events that go on um, re regarding the main character, the love interest, and then uh, a lot of his friends and her friends and stuff like that. And, um, but in the second act, you see a lot more uh, of him traveling the world and uh, spreading the, the joy of Irish dancing um, with a lot of people. And so in like, I guess like the kind of second or third um, uh, scene in the second act, is when he goes to New York and he meets these uh, these guys that uh, tap dance. And that's where I come in. <laughs> and so uh, then he, he meets us when we're, we're just tap dancing, he comes up and uh, and then we kind of basically share ideas off of each other. It, it definitely is in um, the Irish competitive spirit. Uh, and it's, but it's not exactly competitive uh, in a way that like brings the other person down. It's a way that's like, this is what I got. I'm proud of it. And yes. it's, it's almost underlyingly like encouraging because uh, I learned to believe in myself a lot because they like offstage, oh, and it really, how, how um, they all were was very encouraging. But then um, they played that role of like, like, a, like, a, like here, here we are, you know, what do, what do you got to say about that? And I was like, and you know, I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. But they're, they're like, it, it showed me like, okay, like, let's, let's believe in it. Let's, let's put that umph into it. And um, yeah. And so that's, and that's what I got out of it uh, every single night, just being on stage with these great uh, Irish dancers. Uh, 
and and so and throughout the show he uh the irish the main irish um irish dancer he goes from that from new york to all these other places and he um actually meets a flamenco dancer and uh and a couple other dancers too uh and then we all come together and we dance and we celebrate uh the history of ireland see i need to see the show because i feel like there's not enough shows that like simply go into like appreciating just dance and yeah. I can't dance you know but like I love watching dance yeah I I feel yeah. like just like a show that highlights dancers in general is just is so special and I mean it's still like thinking about uh there was one dancing on Broadway and thinking about that closing really makes me so sad right yeah and that and that's the thing like it's it's something that uh just needs the audience to be like uh right there with them the whole time yeah. and that's why it's like river dance does a great job of telling the story through irish dancing uh but i and i also think that because of uh the the orchestration the orchestration is beautiful like just so dynamic so electrifying just really making having everybody uh just just feel it like it's just it's just pride like even if it's not you don't feel the irish pride specifically you feel the pride the 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 not it's because it's not exactly macho i don't want to say macho because it's not exactly masculine or feminine feminine it's just it's just proud of yourself you know yeah um, it's like the type of music i feel like probably you get chills during yeah yeah and and it's just it's just really well crafted really well uh time it's a, it's a really a beautiful show wow okay next time i see it on like a schedule close by i'm yeah. gonna be like yeah i'm remembering this conversation i'm going i'm buying a ticket because please please like and i need a show that just that where i can sit back and just appreciate dancers on stage yeah yeah and, and that's the perfect show for it and it, it like literally it's it's a perfect show just for dance. It's a perfect show on so many levels, but in dance alone, it does a great job. Yes. Oh my gosh. I I love that. You sold me on that. <laughs> so currently, speaking of dance, you're on the Funny Girl Tour where you play Eddie Ryan. Yes, yes, yes. And kind of the top dancer extraordinaire in the show. Definitely. <laughs> so what was your audition process like for the tour of funny girl and had you seen funny girl before no uh i i i i seen um parts of the movie but when i started uh auditioning for the show that's when i actually seen the uh actual movie and um and i that's that's how i was like oh okay like this is this is what it's about I um they didn't give us the script for the audition obviously usually they don't um I mean th but like they gave me like the part of the script not the whole script of course yeah um so I, I got like you know uh the scene the the show like who taught everything she knows um and some some small little acting scenes in between um so I I was doing I was doing some show I was doing uh, a show from Kaleidoscope Entertainment. Yes, um, about uh, called Lady Valentina's Emporium of Excess, and uh, yeah, it, it was a it was That's a very 
mouthful of a title <laughs> mouthful mouthful uh, we, it was, but it was it was a mouthful of a of a show too uh, a, a, a brain full of hardful it was uh it was kind of like a, it was a cabaret show uh, meant for cruise ships yeah it was uh it was meant for cruise ships and it was just one of those shows to um to to showcase a lot of different people's talents and uh and i had a, a sh- part on there where i was like tap dancing so uh, when I was leaving that last show, I got a um, message saying that you you got a call back for um, for the now the national tour of Funny Girl. Uh, and and actually context, uh, I auditioned for the the one on Broadway uh, in 2022 oh. and uh, early 2022 when it first was auditioning. Oh. And um, I Delhi actually uh, reached out to me to to give me like a chance to do it and uh it was it was like I ended up like reading I ended up by uh, doing doing a little like ensemble work I ended up singing for them but uh they went with Jerry Grimes absolutely great tap dancer fast forward um I get that message uh and then uh after that I did that callback I waited months I was thinking oh my gosh is it gonna come is it gonna come I don't know if it's gonna come um and then I was doing a show at New York City Center with Ayadeli Cassell, where I got this. Iconic. I mean, yeah. that's iconic to have on your resume, New York City Center. I feel it's, like everyone yeah. is, like, rushing to buy tickets for those shows. So it's, it's short engagements, too. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm such a freaking long storyteller. But um, I love it. <laughs> it's, so it's, so I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad it's accepted here. Uh, I so then I was doing a show with Ayadeli Cassell and um, it was the last week of that uh, process and um, so the, and at the end of the week we were having the actual um, the actual uh, shows and we had three three day three days a week for that three shows for that week um, and so on Monday I got the I got another email saying that they want me to come in for a callback and. Uh, and that's when I started thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, snap, am I even going to do it? Because it's like, they're saying it's a whole year. Uh, but it, we, I didn't even do the whole callback yet. So that, uh, so then that last day was my, um, was my callback, my last callback. And, uh, and, but then that night I had a whole show. So uh, I was like, I told them on email, I was like, okay, well, it's okay if we can just do it at 10 a.m. or uh, I think 11 a.m. And they said, oh, it's totally fine. And I went in for that, um, for that call back at 11 a.m. and just to finish the show later. God. Oh my gosh! Wow! And then yeah. so they remembered you. Yeah. Like beforehand, from before the bro- like from when they were casting the Broadway. Yeah, they did. Which, like, how? I mean, that tells you like that you went into that audition room and they were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. Even if we don't cast him right now, like we need to write his name down somewhere. What an honor, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't realize until afterwards that they still wanted me because, um, I mean, first of all, I got I went into like uh, the callback audition when I didn't. I, I don't think I don't. Well, I don't know if it was like the initial audition, but it was my initial audition. So my initial audition was in the same room of uh, Jared Grimes. 
and uh and i'm thinking like oh uh okay we'll we'll see what happens and then um then they literally had him go in and then i went ran right after him and i said and after he when he was coming out i was like you know what all the bets are off if jared grimes went in for this role uh I don't have anything to work with. Not that I don't have anything to work with, but yeah. I don't have... The, the stakes are low because I think that they're going to cast him. And so I can just enjoy this audition. And uh, But he then did. later on, I found out that I, I actually did do really good. So it was hey, one of those. It's because you enjoyed the audition that they were like, the energy is infectious. We need him in the show in some way at some point. Yeah. Like, I feel like Eddie's, Eddie Ren's character is all about like infectious energy on that stage. Yeah, it really is. It really I is. So I, I'm glad they saw that. Yes. So what was your reaction like when you heard that you booked the role? And what was it like stepping into the rehearsal room for the first time for the tour? Because like you get to see the, meet the whole cast at once. Yeah. Um, oh man, okay. Uh, so, uh, and then this is why I stopped, where I stopped in that story. So uh, in the New York City Center show, uh, the last day of the show, uh, I was like nervous because I was like making, I just want to make sure I get every single show perfect because I daily can sell. So I'm just trying to make sure I get, I, I have to do a good job. Um, but then back, then I had the audition in the beginning of the day. And so, um, and it was, I think it was another moment where I was like, not that this is not my, my, my purpose is right now is not to like, yeah, this is what it is. My purpose right now is not to like overexalt myself and and break my back trying to make them like me. I just want to show what I have and and let it be there. Um, and so that was my my motivation for that callback as well. Uh, and so because I had to have a little show later, so I'm like, well, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work, warm up, of course, and I'm gonna go over my lines, of course. But um, here's what I have to give right now, um, and it's. And I'm going to try the, like, I'm going to be here and then I'm going to go. Um, so it was, so it was a bit, uh, it was, a, I didn't, I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself for that too. I did the audition. Um, when I, when I went inside the audition room, they were like, oh, I remembered you from the show. You did a great job yesterday. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And so uh, when I did that, when I got through with that, um, uh, I just had this feeling. I was like, I think I got the show. And then uh, they were like, well, that's all we needed to see. Thank you so much. And Michael Raster was like, thank you so much. Da, 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 da. And I shook hands with everybody. Thank you so much. Da, 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 da. I left um, and I got, in the, I got in the elevator and I took a video, it's, it's somewhere. But uh, I took a video of myself and I said, I think I, think I got the job. I think I got the job. And, um, and so after that, I called my mom and I was like, I think I, think I got the job, I think I got the job. And uh, she was like, you know what? Well, uh, I'm I'm just proud of you for being proud of yourself about it. You know, even if you don't get the job, I'm just I'm happy for you because you believe in yourself. So I was like, oh, thank you, mom. And you know what? It's it is what it is because I I'm here. Um, so moving on, I I did I went to the theater right after that, even though the show was like at eight o'clock. On um, call time was probably like six, and um, I got to the theater right after that. I and I just I slept. And then I tap dance for three hours. And then I just, because I, I wanted to warm up and make sure I got the, the steps right. And um, and then I was talking to my friend and I'm like, I don't know um, if I can be gone for, for, from New York for a year. 
And he was like, no, it's it's fine. Like New York is always going to be here. It's fine. Yeah. I was like, you're right. You're right. So if I do get the job, I think I'll, I think I'll accept it. And then that was the moment I was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to do it. If, if they give me the job. Fast forward again. I later on that night, we are circling up for like the, the last show. And, and so everybody's like, Hey, everybody. Um, everybody like, you know, hugging each other and thank you for this process. Thank you for this process. Then I, I like, all right, everybody, all right, everybody quiet down. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that we did this. This has been uh, where we dwell has been um, something on my mind for a long time. And I'm glad I have this cast with us. Everybody claps. Then she looks at me and uh, she's like, Isaiah, what did you do earlier today? And I said, oh, you know, I just looked around. I just auditioned for Funny Girl or whatever. And then she was like, oh, oh, okay, cool. Obviously she knew, she knew, she knew exactly. What oh that's. my Cause... gosh. So she's like, she's like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And building up all this tension. And I'm just like. You're like, what's happening? <laughs> um, and then she says, she says, you know what? I'm glad that you said that because I just got the okay to tell you in front of everybody that we would like to offer you the role of Eddie Ryan on the National Broadway to our buddy girl. And then I was like, oh. And then like, it was like. That is so precious, honestly. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, what the heck, what the heck, And I'm still trying to be focused. I'm, I'm literally just freaking tap dance and I'm trying to make that into the show. Crying. But, uh, but it's like, wow, that was like, it was, it was just a beautiful moment because she just, you know, she gave it to me that same day. I found out that I was on, I'm going to be on a tour the same day I'm finishing my, one of my favorite tap dance shows that I've ever done um, from one of my favorite tap dancers. Um, and so I just, I didn't cry that second, but in between the shows, because um, I was focused, in between the, sh- in, yeah. like, between the acts, I, I cried, I, I sat down and I prayed. Then. And and then, but then the next day, I cried so much. Oh, I cried tears. the whole day. Like the whole week, the whole rest of the week, I was just crying because it was just like, what's going on? What's going You're on? like, this is a dream. <laughs> dream. It was a dream. Um, yeah. So that was that. Um, sorry, we're gonna say something. Sorry. No, no, no. And, and and then like you get you're like probably like thinking of all the like logistics and stuff too. On top of that, you're like, and now I have to pack to go on a tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to. I have to give up my apartment. I have oh, to um, say bye to my friends. I have to. Uh, like freaking freaking do so much man it was, it was just a lot to, to adjust to but like I said ever since then it's just been every single emotion because yeah I'd be like sad that I'm leaving my friends leaving my family leaving my plants um but at the same time I was just every day I was just like I'm just so grateful I'm just so grateful because um it wasn't that I wanted to specifically be in the biggest musical ever or you know, be be the best. Well, I do want to be the best for sure. But at the same time, it was my best, and so I I wanted to do my job the best that I could do wherever I could do it, um, and just perform at a high level. And you know, just the amount of gratitude I get from just thinking about the fact that I was blessed with this role is just crazy. I feel like you need to write like some inspirational book or something about your journey because like your positivity is just like much needed in this world. And Thank you. 
honestly, like listening to you speak, I'm like, well, they cast the perfect person <laughs> in on this tour. Like, oh yeah, I, I'm. That's and that's why I said uh, transitioning actually to the rehearsal process. Uh, I <laughs> just, I just, mm, I just take this uh, sort of. <laughs> positivity to a level of uh it feels a bit naive sometimes uh but at the same time it's like uh you know I'll catch myself if I if I need to uh and and just but I'm just here to brighten the mood any way I can uh and so in the rehearsal process uh, I met Stephen Stephen Mark Lucas uh who is actually um what was my first dressing roommate uh, and so we, so we got to like hang out and stuff like that. Uh, like bef before the, before we actually got to Providence, we were just like talking and, and like whenever we would interact, he would be like, I cannot believe that they found the perfect person for Eddie Ryan. Because right. you are literally Eddie Ryan. Like the epitome yeah. of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was just, and, and the, the rehearsal process was just like that. Everybody saw such beauty in each other uh that uh it just made everything so smooth and, and i think that even with all the controversy the show has brought in, um we all were just there to support each other every single step of the way um and and it's just full of people that really care about what they do so it was it was easy to find joy and um not only the work but also the community yes yeah. and I mean, will you were you all like prepared before all the articles came out? Did you all know when they were dropping like the announcement and stuff? Because I feel like it was just like everyone in the Broadway community was like just waiting for the announcement for the tour. They're like, it's coming up. The tour's coming up. It starts soon. When is the announcement? <laughs> and yeah. it I mean, it was big. It was it was huge. It was huge. Uh yeah, we a lot of people knew um, knew beforehand, but the the audition process took, not took so long. I mean, I guess it did take it took a long time in the bigger grand scheme of things, as far as like the casting directors towards the uh, towards the actual like people of the cast. Um, some people were easy, some people were harder, uh, and not to say that they were less talented. Uh, it was just that um, there was just a lot of people to to, to simmer down, um, and so I, I think that's what delayed it a lot for a long time or, or made the tension rise a lot because there's so many people that were um considered for the roles um and so uh it was it was just it was a nail biter for for some uh but uh but you know we were just hopeful that <laughs> the the funny girl cast is going to be what it is and and it's actually 10 times better than I ever could have imagined oh my gosh I mean I can imagine like they're not gonna slack casting that I mean it's my mom's favorite show so <laughs> it's such a good show it's yeah a good show. they're not gonna slack Ooh. casting like the most anticipated tour of the of the year right yeah then so. they, they haven't they have not like I just can't wait I, I hope that we get to meet each other uh when I come back out to California Yes, yes, I'm so, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, for that show and, and at Amundsen. Um, so I wanna ask, what's the um, 
process for you for learning choreography for a show when you step into a room because because obviously I feel like you have tricks to pick it up like quickly and memorize it more quickly than like the average person like me (laughs) I I use um repetition and um and muscle memory for sure uh because and repetition in all the levels because yeah you could you could repeat something fast but that doesn't mean that you have it you know so I I like to so like even when I was learning Eddie's tap I was like can we just make sure we slow this down as much as we can because there's there's a couple parts that I didn't get until weeks after you know um and yeah I could do it but it was more so like this is you know when when you're doing a show for more than like 400 times you want to make sure that that it's in your body yeah so i uh i just uh, repeat as much as i can and and like slow too fast uh like yeah you can do it fast but first but it's it's just not going to be as helpful as you doing slow cuz you're going to understand exactly like i said it's just tap dance is such a definitive art form that um that like you need to you should know what the structure of it is of it is before you add the dynamics and the and the feeling to it um and then definitely muscle memory so like after you do it so many times then you need to lay back on your muscles and and let them express how they want to put the dynamics of this is a loud sound this is a soft sound um and how it how it feels to put my arms here when I do that one step or you know here whatever yeah I do gymnastics and muscle memory is a is a real thing like I feel like people like take it for granted a little bit and it's like I did it as a kid now I do adult gymnastics and like the things that you like remember that your muscles remember it's crazy honestly yeah and then yeah and then you like put it together with like the acting and stuff too so you're like kind of doing like the two things at once yeah then yeah. singing acting yeah so yeah. what is that like adding though adding that adding the acting the singing of the show it's uh it's humbling it's humbling because like yeah yeah because like I said I, I like okay so how I even got into musical theater and went into musical theater high school is that I I liked improv because I loved um whose line is it anyway I loved singing because yes. I loved Michael Bublé and Usher I don't know why it's them all the time oh, they're amazing <laughs> those are great artist choices honestly you like, know what I mean respect. I don't I don't know it's just I was like and then I loved uh tap dancing I loved people uh who I really into I mean Jason Samuel Smith and um uh who at first first I mean probably Gregory Hines and like Savion Glover and Sammy Davis. Those are like my first, first people. And then um, and then I love drawing. So what I did was I I uh, my aunt was like, you know what, you should do one that has the most of it. And it was musical theater. And so um and so this is all this is just a long story to tell you that like uh even now that I love these things separately and like uh, just being on a stage talking, just tap, being on a stage acting, being on a stage singing, but putting them together is, it's such an, a skill of its own that, um, 
that I do need to, this is what I do. I, I, rep, I, um, I use repetition and muscle memory for my, for my legs to remember the tap dance. And then I'll start thinking about the, um, the words that I'll say. Cause if you, when you see the show, you'll see that I'm, I'm treating it like a concert. So I'm, so I have to ad lib and, and just be with the crowd. Um, and, uh, and even with the singing, uh, then I have to, sometimes I'm just singing for that song, but now I have to act. So I have to be alive in the scene and use the singing choices even to, um, to mold the story uh, that I'm telling, that we're telling. Because if, if uh, you know, Kat, Katarina McCrimmon does something different, then I have to, you know, do something different with my singing. And that can um, mess with the technique, but that's why the repetition of technique, the repetition of what notes I'm singing and the repetition of how much breath that I need is so important. So it's, uh, it's really just having that, that strong foundation of technique and all of this up to then rely on the muscle memory of it all to then also be alive and be a person uh, and make everything human in this beautiful production. When you mentioned Katarina, I was like, I can't imagine, like I'm trying to imagine when like during the rehearsal process, when you all like first started like rehearsing scenes together and you like heard her sing. Cause when they announced the cast, I went to her profile right away and I listened to a bunch of videos of her singing. She is insane. She is like, she's like a freaking, she's like rocket fuel. She's like rocket okay. fuel plus the combustion of the the initial boom. So if you feel the excitement, but then you also feel the drive and the and the fire, and then you also feel a small kitty, small kitten, cuddling you the whole time and letting you know that it's all right. And and she's just freaking amazing. She's just freaking amazing. Um, so it's like. It's, it's even more amazing, 10 times more amazing seeing her live because yes, she does have the technique, but um, like I said, this isn't, this is an alive art form. Yeah. This is something you have to really, if you're, you're, when you're good at it, it's going to be right there with you. And yeah. Katarina is right there with you every single moment with her acting choices, with her singing choices, with her moving choices. It's just all so, um, charming yeah yeah and I'm sure the reactions like every night on stage no matter how many times you do it are always going to be genuine because like <laughs> how can they not be <laughs> how can they not be yeah she's yeah she she makes it easy for me to fall in love with her every night on stage yeah speaking of that I want to ask how do you make the character of Eddie Ryan your own because I, I mean I feel like it's not that hard for you because like your your energy is so contagious and you're literally <laughs> as I said the epitome of Eddie Ryan I saw it on like and like you're literally perfect for the role yeah it's, it's a fun role um I so even I mean uh preparing for the role I just took a time out to uh clean like erase all like what I probably should have did was erase all doubt. The first thing that came to my mind, I should have did that. But um, it, it was more so like erase all the things that I think Eddie Ryan should be, or think that musical theater should be, or musical theater acting should be. Um, and I just meditated a lot, and and I uh, came to the rehearsal with a clean slate. Um, and so uh, 
then when I met Eddie Ryan and in the in reading the script and listening to the the uh, music and seeing the dancing, uh, it wasn't like you said it. It really wasn't hard for me. It was just it was just really raising Eddie, not raising Eddie Ryan, but like finding out the the small details about him and um and the small details that uh that the the play alludes to uh the play goes through Fanny's whole life and uh so then it goes through Eddie Ryan's whole life or at least a part of it and so uh, I was realizing what age he's at at different stages um I was realizing um maybe his his motivations in every scene and how uh yes it's like me but to be specific it's uh it's like Eddie Ryan in a sense that he really respects Rosie Bryce in in a way that he really respects even Mr. Mrs. Meeker and Mrs. Uh, Straykosh and uh, and uh, even Ziegfeld and and just all these people um and how and what how he specifically feels about all these people was my biggest uh, takeaway from this and because you know I could go the easy route of just like Eddie Ryan's Isaiah so da 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 da. But um, once you get deeper, you you find it's more interesting even to be more specific. Yeah, and to yeah. like combine your yourself in the in the role. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, you because you, you're people. always going to be there. It's just yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Different people are going to play the roles differently because like it's it's different people on stage. Yeah, like, yeah everyone's exactly. different. No one's a carbon copy of an of another, which makes life theater the best honestly in my opinion yeah it really really does and yeah we do yeah we do a pretty good job of it what's your favorite scene in the show that you're in and why I know there's a couple scenes where like you're on stage and the audience is just in shock or applauding for you so that must be pretty amazing <laughs> it's pretty nice uh yeah I I've <laughs> so yeah that muscle memory is really kicking in for Eddie's tap because yeah. now I get to now I get to really feel the crowd. Uh, we're we're in Detroit right now, and these guys are just rowdy. Um, in in the best way. I'm saying like I love that. I love when they're like with me in the in um in the expression of how this story makes me makes them feel. Uh, so I and I love that uh, interaction. But I think my favorite scene. There's so many. There's just so many good scenes. Um. Uh, I I don't want to say my favorite song yet because that's gonna come later. But I think that my favorite scene is probably mm, you're like all of them. <laughs> there's there's so many good. Uh, I think okay, so it's probably Henry Street right now. It changes up all the time, but uh, yeah, Henry Street. Uh, we get a chance to uh, see uh how much love there is for Fanny Bryce in her hometown and her in her home yes. street. And uh and we also kind of see a kind of a Easter egg uh how the how uh Fanny Bryce no excuse me not Fanny Bryce but how um Rosie Bryce and Eddie Ryan feel about Fanny's new infatuation with this guy Nick Arnstein. Um it's so it's it's the first time we start to see some um 
some ups and downs in the emotions of Eddie Ryan too, because he's really happy for her and, and he gets a little nervous, but he asks, asks her to dance and, um, and it's a beautiful dance. Um, but then he starts to get jealous and then he starts to get like a little tuck his tail feeling. But, um, but then he's also, I think it's also the time where Eddie Ryan is finding his pride too, because yeah. he, um, even though it's like really small and it's probably small for uh, like the rest of the show really, but it, it still is like Fanny has a life outside of Eddie Ryan and outside of Henry street. And, you know, and she, he just has to, swallow that yeah and I and I feel like he's like definitely an inspiration for Fanny throughout the show yeah like yeah so favorite song now (laughs) definitely yeah oh man um music that makes me dance for sure you're like I cannot do it (laughs) yeah I think that Katarina Mikraman just uses that song like a freaking like she's like she's a magician and she's like freaking opening a portal to pure love pure like agony but pure love pure agony but pure love and it's just it's just so beautiful it gives me chills every single night yeah every single night you're like i can't wait to do it every night yeah i because we all just love watching her do that like she just it's it's really just her impeccable technique and her um storytelling is just so evident there and uh we're just we're just right there with her right there with her i feel like the best thing about funny girl that like people don't realize is that like it's so uh, like every character every um person mm-hmm. in that show is so like three-dimensional and goes through such a journey like an emotional journey and then like mm-hmm. it has its humor too yeah but it's also like a huge emotional journey that like it's life and people can like relate to can like find characters they relate to in the show because like every character is going through like just Simply life, honestly. Simply life. Yeah. 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 There's there's uh there's beauty in every single character. Like 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 I said, when I was rooming with uh Stephen Mark Lucas, and he was because at first you know Eddie Ryan doesn't even doesn't like Nick Arnstein, and I was getting into Eddie Ryan, so I don't like Nick <laughs> Arnstein. And um, but when I talked to him, and and then I saw the show again, I realized that you know, he is human and he's been saying that he is how he is. And, um, and it's just, it's just kind of Fanny Bryce's fault. Not, not, it's not her fault completely. I think that she was in love and love makes you do crazy things, but um, it's also, it's also on her because she did enable him in a lot of ways that she shouldn't have enabled him. And also she, she kind of, um, held him too tight too you know and and so it gave him more reason to like act out and uh even though he was already acting out and and being this uh swindler uh but he but he just decided to keep going with it and um and try to just use her how she wanted to be used to be honest and and it was just so it so that's just one of the things I mean I'm still now these days I'm thinking about Miss Rosie Bryce 
and stuff like that but everybody just has these layers it's beautiful yep. yeah and it's like everyone in like every character in the show has a different life experience a different way they were raised like, yeah it's just like their whole backstory i feel like you just before you going into the show like just like doing research about like every character pre when the show is set would be fun yeah 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 this is uh there's a lot there's a lot of history that um that the show says but also doesn't say sometimes um and but it but it makes it interesting for good actors to yeah. to create such um such backgrounds yes and i mean that's why I feel like the casting process was like a very serious process for them because they're like, hey, like we need people who can tell the who can tell the story. Yeah. So yeah. what before I get to my last bonding girl question, do you have a city you're most looking forward to going to on tour and why? I've heard I'm I mean, honestly, I interviewed someone from uh Ain't Too Proud like last year. And I think they were in Detroit at the time of the interview too. And they were like, the audience here are the audiences here are great. They are. No, they really are. He was he was not lying. Like this is the first night was just like like roaring. And they yeah. they were laughing at things that um it took it took other cities like some time to laugh at. And I think that um it just shows their uh openness to uh to good theater. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think the the place that I'm most looking, yeah, the place I look most looking forward to is definitely uh, L.A. I've never been to L.A. Oh, West Coast. Yeah. And like the and like cold places with seasons, so you get to come to a place that doesn't really have seasons. Yay. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, no, we're literally going to Minnesota in the dead of winter, and uh, St. Louis and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> But at the same time, um, I'm from Chicago, so yeah. it's it's not that bad for me. Uh, I think I'm just now getting used to missing winters, <laughs> so I'm kind of jealous. Uh, but I know that LA is going to be uh, a nice bed of sun right after all this this uh, cold. Right after winter. Yeah, yeah. You get to like give people who didn't grow up in cold places advice on what to do like this winter when you all are in like minnesota and oh stuff. yeah i i man i remember this one guy <laughs> he actually gave me my first uh apartment in chicago i mean in in new york um and i was like all nervous about going but he was like no just slide and then and now i'm doing this so thank you so much uh jada but oh. jada uh jada coleman he um he told me because he, he grew up in chicago too uh and so he was like, he told me he never wore a pair of like Timberlands for a long time. And I'm thinking like, how that, I mean, not even, I think it was more so like boots or something like that. But he was like, I was like, why do you, what, what's up with that? He was like, yeah, I could have, I could have got it, but I just didn't because um, uh, it passes, like winter passes. So, and I was like, okay, you know what? Okay. But it, but it reminded me of like the resilience of, of people that have been, um, in the cold all their life feel you know yeah. um and so so I would say like maybe still get a boot but um I'd say like just layering you know yeah. um he he was telling like he would, used to put on two socks two three socks you know with his ACG Nikes you know uh and it would just it would just be things like that and um I would still wear boots but I would layer as far as like um underwear shorts maybe even long johns then shorts then pants 
Um, and then the same thing with undershirt, shirt, well, undershirt, long john shirt, uh, sweater, then a then another uh, hoodie, and then a jacket. That's it's what like, that's like. Yeah, it's like preparing to go skiing. Yeah, no, literally. Uh, and that that'll save people a lot <laughs> from frostbite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because you need that insulation. You really do. Oh my god, yes, especially if you aren't used to it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, before I wrap up on Funny Girl, how would you convince people to come see Funny Girl on tour? Mm, oh man, I think that if you love, okay, there's just so many reasons to see this tour. Like, if you love theater, for sure, the the storytelling that Fanny Bryce, our, both are Fanny Bryce's, because actually we have um, I keep on talking about Katarina, but we also have uh Hannah Shankman, uh, who is our Yes, it holds our um, understudy, who does a great job of uh, telling the story as well. But it's just this, the, um, the story that they tell of the life in the theater is so layered and um, complicated. And, um, but it's really just the life of loving something, of, of, of being made for something, but then also trying to love other things at the same time. Um, and how things can fall to the wayside, or you can give too things too much attention, and that would be wrong too. And when you and in the end, you just have that thing that you were made for in any way, um, and uh, and it, it humbles you, but it also breaks your heart, but it also, um, you know, it kind of creates a sense of gratitude, but it's just it's a bittersweet gratitude, you know. Um, so there's. Uh, that you that you're still grateful for because you still wouldn't change for the world, um, and and so I I would say that like if you if you just enjoy good theater, good tap dancing, good um good singing, and a good story, if you enjoy a good story, then you would love this show. And I know that's very broad, but I think that this this show I would honestly say that this is one of my favorite shows I've ever done for sure. Um, I mean my mom was so excited to go with me to New York because just to see funny girl <laughs> yeah and and this and this production is just an, it's just so honest and so genuine um I just yeah once you once you see it you'll you'll understand yeah yeah I'm yeah. so glad that I'm so glad that it's touring I was like I really hope that like everyone around, across the country gets to gets the opportunity to see it on a tour if they can't get to New York because yeah like I feel like it's such an important show to see in this and especially in this like day and age yes it really is finding love for something yeah it it, it really it really is I think that it's like it's really about just putting your all into something and and sometimes watching it fall watching it rise um and watching other things fall watching other yeah. things rise and and that's kind of our whole life especially like at the pandemic and um and and just with all these strikes and all these other things that like can can um hurt our love but our love is still there you know? yes oh my gosh absolutely no matter what so I want to ask do you have any dream show that you like absolutely love the dancing in that you want to be in someday let's manifest <laughs> let's manifest um I was thinking about this man uh I I've always wanted to be a part of Guys and Dolls. Um I just love that show. 
Um, and I, but it doesn't have a lot of tap dancing, but I think I would, I would still love to do it. Um, another show, I'm, I'm just going to kind of name some, because yeah. I don't think there's one, right? Uh, I would love to do Jelly's Last Jam. I would love, actually, oh. I would love to do Jelly's Last Jam and uh, play Jelly Roll. Uh, I think the only thing is, I would love to um, emphasize more of uh, the importance of all of the characters of the role of the show, um, and kind of be because I think that I, I studied Jelly Roll more than um, in uh, in school when I was uh, in school for singing because I went to Columbia College for singing, oh. um, and so we we talked about jazz and stuff like that, and it talked about how. Jelly Roll was conflicted with his uh, blackness, but still um, celebrated it in ways that I think that I, I want um, Jelly's Last Jam to uh, to celebrate it on. Because uh, yes, it was, because I'm a light-skinned black man and it is interesting to, uh, to live in a world that, you know, sometimes you're too, light skin for the black people and then two black for the for the for the white people, you know? So it's so it's so it's an interesting limbo that Jelly Roll Morton lives in in this show. Um I think that uh I just would want to um add more a little bit more respect towards everybody. Cause sometimes um to be honest, I think that there's a savior complex sometimes when it comes to um any male that is leading any show uh the savior complex of like you know that the male just deserves redemption um at the end anyway uh but i think that either him being nicer or he doesn't get redemption would be interesting um but yeah you know just just to change it up but i think i just want i just if i when i play that role when i play that role yes uh, i just want to um want it to be I would like for it to be like just a little bit more respectful towards everybody in the show because I think that yes it's it's a lot of shock factor but I would like yeah but um yeah I, I just feel I want to be more respectful and as you can see I'm all like bubbly and like want to love everybody and everything oh my gosh you so, yeah. like are like literally like I feel like not to be corny but you're like literally like sunshine <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you yeah and and that's what i'm saying i I want to be him but i don't want to be mean you know it's coming to uh pasadena playhouse (laughs) this next season yes oh oh my god i want to yes like audition but um but i understand because i'm like i'm doing this and i'm just grateful for this so i'm doing this and then we'll see what happens (laughs) well i feel like once like pasadena like pasadena playhouse has been doing great on shows so hey maybe like there'll be like some like after it's after it gets talked from Pasadena Playhouse maybe there'll be like Broadway yeah yeah you know I I I would love to see it I mean they're even doing it at New York York City Center right now well they're going to oh yeah I think I've seen that too okay yeah so so it's a couple couple yeah and 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 so the last role it would be, I think it's just any, any role that really defines me, you know, I think that's, that's the biggest thing. I, I don't know, like, I love um, Company. Company is like one of, probably my favorite show right now. Um, but I, and I love that show. And, uh, 
you know, and, and just, just any show that represents me at the time. And that's, that's yeah. what I would like to do. Yeah. It like has like some like, and like enjoying life factor. In the yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but just, and really human factor too, you know, cause even though like, like I, I'm all giddy and stuff like that, but I do always like to recognize that there's, there's life to be lived and there's, there's lives that are not always giddy. Um, and there's moments that I have that are not always, you know, not happy all the time, you know? So, yeah. uh, so that's why I love company because it's, it's satirically, um, honest yeah. and, uh, yeah, so I love that about it. Yeah, I mean, they're like you. You got to see like humans on stage when you're yeah. in, and oh, not sure. characters. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely it definitely does because that's that's why I like theater. Like I'm, I found out of a musical theater late. I still haven't seen. I still need to see a lot of musical theater, and I need to. I just realized I only seen um two Broadway shows. Have you seen Katie's Town? No, I've only seen, I've only seen um, Book of Mormon and Funny Girl. Uh, and I think I've seen, I think I've seen maybe a couple other ones, but I don't, I doubt it. No, no, I've seen some off-Broadway. And I've just seen a lot of regional theater. I've seen a lot of like off-Broadway. I've, I've just seen a lot of like theater where people are caring about yeah. what's going on. Not to say that Broadway doesn't, but just to say that, um, like these people wanted to be there, like and Broadway people want to be there too. It's just that our, you know, it, it's just more about the the love when you're not getting paid as much. You know what I mean? Gosh, yes, no, for sure. The, I mean, I go to like LA theater production, like small LA theater productions. Yeah, exactly. That aren't like Broadway scale at all, and everyone is just like you see the passion through the performance. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Definitely look up like Haiti sound stuff. I feel like you and that's that's what I that's what I need to do. I need to I need to see that for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. So be um before I ask my last question, where can people follow you on social media to keep up with what you're doing, to keep up with your tour life? See like scenes. Um where people can find me is um is under on Instagram. I usually I'm usually on Instagram. Uh it is at underscore I-Z-A-I-A-H-H-A-R-R-I-S. It's at underscore Isaiah Harris, uh, spelled with a Z, biblical, biblical spelling. And then I'm also on, Insta I mean, on Facebook, where I, my name is Isaiah Montague Harris, which is my whole name. Okay. And I'll put um, in the lower thirds and links in the description for people. Perfect. And... Yeah. Um, lastly, do you have anything else that you'd want to promote, whether it's like personal or do you just want to tell people to come see Funny Girl on tour? Um, well, okay, so let me start off this. Uh, I wanted to shout out, like, oh, I just want to do a little shout out. I just want to say, I think that, uh, this is one of my first Zoom interviews like this, and it's the first one I feel comfortable with. I did, I did, um... A couple uh like um, <laughs> like like tv interviews uh for like 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 local stations in providence and um and not detroit and um grand rapids but i was so nervous and uh and i i was like trying to tell stories and i'm like oh but as you can see i'm like it's just like a whole journey and, and if i don't like stay with myself i'll just like overthink it 
Um, but I just want to say thank you, first of all. Like, this is definitely my favorite one that I've oh ever done. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you, you're you're like making my day right now. <laughs> of course, yeah, no, for real, for real, yeah. Like, for real, like, you give it such a beauty, beautiful atmosphere that I feel like I can really share. That's the goal. That, I mean, when, like, I started this during the pandemic and I just wanted to talk about theater with people, so. That's when it started? Yeah. I did see it was like a couple, like two years ago, but I didn't know if it was, uh, if it went further than that. Yeah, it was like, I started during like 2020 and I just like, I was like, I want to talk about theater and. Congratulations. And Congratulations. it's wonderful. Like just hearing people's passion. Yeah, well, this is this is what I'm here, and I actually started looking at some people, and I didn't know about some people, but now I know about some people because of you. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also the goal. Yeah, I to, like to like watch these and be like, I need to like go and support these people on stage, no matter what they do. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and I we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, I also want to shout out these people that have taken me here, like Idelli. Uh, Jerry Torres, Jonathan Simpanelli, Sean Spencer. I mean, just all the, I mean, that's not say Willis. I mean, these are all people that like, all right, in between the world world of uh, art or um, just just doing just doing these amazing things that believed in me. Um, and there's so many names that I haven't named, um, especially my parents, love you guys, mom and dad, um, my brother, my sister, my family. Uh, and then, um, I think that if you if you follow my Instagram or, or my Facebook, uh, I plan on like starting to uh, express myself in in more ways than just uh, these big shows. So I want to start doing like um like just content in any way. So uh, following me there would be perfect. Uh, and then um and then come see the show. That's that's it. Come see the yeah. show. This show is incredible and it's definitely some of my favorite work my best work I think so so uh yeah please come see the show and I'm gonna put the link also to the show to like where people can buy tickets for the tour and like for the tour in the description too so people know when it's coming close by to them yes 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 oh my gosh well you like literally made my day (laughs) same (laughs) same Thank, Thank you. you for coming on and talking with me and sharing your passion for performing. Thanks for watching this episode of Backstage with Becca B. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. Or for more exclusive content from this interview and more, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Backstage with Becca B. Make sure to subscribe to my channel and like this video. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give me a five-star rating. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next time.